episode of Let's Chat Reality. I'm Molly. I'm Michael. And we hope you guys had a great 4th of July weekend. I know we are enjoying our long weekend of having off on Monday and Tuesday, which feels great. I don't know how you feel about that, but I love having long weekends. My feels great. Yep. <laughs> love a long weekend. <laughs> Just some extra time in the sun and enjoying time with friends. So always nice. Um, and so today's episode, we're going to be talking about a reality show that just aired for the second season, just started last week, Claim to Fame. And Claim to Fame is an interesting concept overall because we'll go into it later, but just in general, it's interesting to see like celebrities' relatives on a TV show because usually you see celebrities or just random reality TV show people, but these people are like, have a relative who is a celebrity so it's cool to see that in the concept of a show um so it's one of our I would say newer favorite reality shows I don't know how you feel about that Michael but I like it a lot <laughs> oh yeah I feel like in the past maybe 10 years or so even there's hasn't been like a new concept quite like this that I feel like has caught on you know there's been a lot of one and done type of shows like this that have tried to capture the magic of survivor big brother all those competition shows that started in the early 2000s that you know became such huge hits but this is one of the few that i think is a really in a new concept not a spinoff of another show it's already existing that really and even i would say in its second season more than its first has captured um the the attention of the audience and and has really blown up especially we'll talk about it but especially one moment from last week that has really gone viral but yeah, yeah I love it so yeah we're excited to talk about it and hope you guys watch it or at least give it a try for this season um but first let's get into some of the reality tv news from this past week so our first point is actually very fresh we don't even have full exact stories of this right now but there are rumors circulating that Kyle and Mauricio from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills have separated, which now is not really a rumor. There was a rumor that there was a divorce, but now Kyle has confirmed that they have had some troubles on her Instagram saying that they're figuring that out, which does that mean separated? I guess so. I don't really know exactly. I don't watch Real Housewives, so I'm like, we might have better insight here. Yeah, so... This is this is big. <laughs> um, there's there's a lot. I'll I'll try to to keep it short. But there were rumors. So season thirteen of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills started filming back in I want to say February or March of this year. And as filming was going on, there were rumors that this was a storyline that they were having trouble in their marriage. Now. Since that came out, they've been asked about it, both Kyle and Mauricio. They've denied it. They said, oh, yes, you know, it has been talked about on the show, but it's, you know, just rumors. It's happened, you know, it's happened before in past seasons that they've had rumors come out about troubles in their marriage. But they said, you know, none of it's true. It's all just speculation. We're fine. We're great. Then in the last couple weeks there have been rumors that have circulated about Kyle's relationship with country singer Morgan Way. Now I want to be very clear here that both Kyle and Morgan to the best of my knowledge at least have only been ever in public relationships with men so it feels a little icky to be speculating about them being possibly in a relationship but 
I'm not saying that I believe it. I'm just saying that this is the, what the chatter that's been online. Um, and Kyle's been posting a lot with Morgan on her Instagram. It's kind of this new friendship that seemingly blossomed in the past six months to a year, maybe. And there's been these speculations, especially post Scandaval. I think everyone's on very high alert <laughs> with this type of stuff where there's a lot of posting and kind of this, they have matching tattoos apparently. Um, and there, there's just been a lot of posting with her and not a lot of posting with Mauricio, which is abnormal for them. So then yesterday, I want to say we're recording this on July 4th. So if anything comes out after the, the morning of July 4th, <laughs> I, between the time of you listening to this and us recording this, that's when we're recording. So yesterday, July 3rd, uh, People Magazine came out with an exclusive stating that Kyle and Mauricio have separated. Now I want to, that's the key word, separated. <laughs> Did not say divorce. It said separated. It said that they've been separated for a while, but um, that it's just coming out now. They've been living together still, and they're very amicable. So then overnight, Kyle and Mauricio post a joint Instagram story, like you said, that states that the rumors are untrue, that they are divorcing. So that's the key word there, is that they said divorcing, whereas the article said separated. So she didn't deny that they're separated. She did say that there's troubles, but that's all we really know at this point. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like there's some layers to this. So that's interesting. I didn't know all of the intricacies there, but we shall see what else happens. And I don't yeah. know. It's... It'll be interesting yeah. because they just finished filming recently their season. So I don't know if any of this, you know, if they said they've been separated for a while. I don't know if this has been talked about on the show. I know that the rumors have been talked about, but I don't know if it's been if they confirmed anything, you know, while they were still filming or whether they might pick up cameras like Pump Rules did after Scandaval to get everyone's reaction now. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting. Rumors are, I believe, that the new season's coming out in November. Um, so I'm sure, you know, a month, month and a half before that, we'll get a trailer and we'll know more then about what actually uh, we will be seeing on the show. Yes, and maybe then I'll start watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. You know what? I I can see the story is probably far from over and will continue to snowball. And I think that it will gain a lot of public interest in, in a similar way to Scandaval. So um, we will see. Well, speaking of Scandaval, Vanderpump <laughs> Rules just started filming their new season. So um, I know I've seen TikToks about this and just like overall, like everyone seems to be really hyped up for this season. So that's exciting, but it is, or it seems that Raquel is not filming um, or hasn't started at all yet. I don't know if anyone else has gone off the show, but it's interesting to see that as an update. So everyone has been seen filming except for a few. So Raquel is the only one that allegedly has not signed her contract of the main cast from last season. She's in negotiations from what we know, but she has not actually signed on yet. Um, Sandoval is currently filming the Fox show Special Forces. Mm -hmm. And that's why he hasn't been seen filming yet. But once yeah. he gets back, he has apparently signed a contract. So... He should be there once uh, once he finishes filming that. 
The only other two that we have not seen filming yet that we're not sure if they're back are Charlie, um, who was, you know, friend on the last season, um, kind of on and off. She's come out and said she was offered full-time status, but wasn't sure if she was going to do it. So to the best of my all, she wasn't at the first, you know, the first two filmings that we've seen. So I guess is that she's not back. And then um, the only other one is Kristen McKellen, who uh, was on, you know, also kind of a, a smaller role last season that I assume isn't coming back. She wasn't at the reunion. Uh, neither was Charlie. And that's usually kind of a sign on these shows that maybe they're not going to be back. So <laughs> I wouldn't uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a little bit of, of them maybe, but I, it doesn't sound like they're back in any uh, large capacity. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for this next season now yeah. that I've started watching and I'm hooked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I am sure they will get it back on air as soon as the humanly possible <laughs> to ride the wave for as long as they can of, of the hype of that show. So I, I expect it back sooner than later. If you went to L.A., would you go to Sir to see if you would see anyone? <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> Although I feel like Sir is not the place you see everyone these days. It might be more like Tom Tom, it seems yeah. like. Because, I mean, Sir, you might see like uh, Peter, you would see, you know, maybe Lisa, but um, of the the kids of the cast, in quotes, if you will. Yeah. Tom Tom <laughs> is the place. Yeah, Tom Tom. I would have said Schwartz and Sandys, but not now. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's going to be And now, something about her. Uh, yes. Ariana and Katie's place, once that opens, that'll be the big one. Yeah, no, that's going to be good. When is it, do we have this, that day when it's supposed to open or not yet? I think my guess, if I had to make a wild guess, is that they will film the opening for, like, the season finale of this season. Okay. That's just my guess, and that's in probably, what, September, uh, early October um if they just started filming now so that would be kind of my guess that that'll be a huge you know event for the season that they'll want to film an opening for um for the finale but who knows that makes sense so another kind of Vanderpump Rules news aspect is that there's gonna be a spinoff with Jax and Brittany and Kristen so I and since I'm not like an OG Vanderpump Rules watcher, I know that Jax and Brittany and Kristen are like original cast members, right? So then they went off the show. Which season did they leave the actual uh, cast? Yeah, so Jax and Kristen are OGs. Brittany came in season four as Jax's new girlfriend. So okay. she's not really an OG, but um, they left after season eight. So that was kind of a controversial, uh, which is, you know, a part of the story is that their exit was pretty controversial because it happened right after COVID during the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, former cast member Faith came out with allegations, or really it wasn't even allegations, it was basically kind of revisiting this old story that, um, not to go on a tangent here, but <laughs> Stassi and Kristen had accused Faith of stealing something that I can't remember at the moment because there was a photo of a girl who they thought looked like Faith. It was another black woman who wasn't Faith, it turns out, that had stolen these items. And so that had happened a couple years prior to 2020. But 
in the wake of that, Faith came out on Instagram Live, I believe, and kind of retold the story and how it affected her and, you know, the implications behind just assuming that a Black woman that they thought kind of looked like her and then accusing her of that publicly was really wrong. And so based on that and some other comments that Stassi had made as well, they were fired off of the show after season eight. And so then Jackson and Brittany were also fired after that season, not due to having anything to do with that specifically, but just Jax, you know, was constantly tweeting very controversial things and, um, and, and making comments. And so they also left the show at that point. And so now that some time has passed and Vanderpump Rules is so huge right now, obviously you know there's some desire for uh either them to come back to the main show or having some kind of spinoff like this with the former cast members involved but it is controversial because of the reason why they exited and people saying you know is that enough of a punishment for now that they're back so i don't know how you feel about that kind of you know with that information but I don't know. I, I really like Kristen on the show. I could live without Jackson and Brittany, but um, I don't know. It's it's just kind of in the early stages right now of development, it sounds like. So who knows if it's actually going to ever see the light of day, but it sounds like it is in the works. Yeah, no, that's interesting. I didn't know the full extent to that story. So it definitely provides some additional context that I'm like, okay, well, maybe... I don't, I mean, I'm sure their show would probably be good, but I don't know if I would want to watch. Um, but also, I don't know them. I wasn't on, like, I never watched the seasons when they were really on Vanderpump either. So I don't have, like, that emotional attachment there. Um, so maybe people who do, like, want to start to see their lives again are excited for that. But I don't know if I'll care to watch. I'll, I mean, maybe I will, but we'll see. Yeah, I think it depends also who else is involved, because it's obviously not just going to be the three of them. So I don't know if it also might involve current cast members, you know, some OGs, uh, and it just kind of a different type of show that maybe films a different time of, you know, part of their life. Maybe more, you know, it could be with Sheena and Lala with their kids, and we get to see more of them as mothers and, you know, with their families. I don't know. I think it it could be interesting. I wonder if Stassi will also be involved since she's really the only other OG cast member who isn't on the show anymore. I I don't know. It'll be interesting to see as more news comes out about it though. Yeah. So we just have to keep our eyes out on the news. We'll see what happens. Yeah, um, yeah so the next one is related to the voice. And they're gonna have new coaches. So the new coaches for season 25 will be. Reba McIntyre, John Legend, Chance the Rapper, and duo a duo of Dan and Shay, and then I guess they're sharing their double the chair. I guess that's interesting. Dan yeah, I think that's kind of together. the big, the big story yeah. there is that they're gonna have their one chair, one buzzer. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know how that's gonna work exactly, but um, that that's kind of the first time they're doing that little with the coaches um, yeah that's an interesting mix of artists i mean i feel like they always have to have like a country person so like they have reba for that right and now then, that blake shelton's left yeah yeah um and i like all those artists i don't i haven't watched the voice season in like a while but i used to love it especially when it was like blake christina aguilera adam levine and 
Who was the other one? Blue green was the original. Oh yeah. So those were those were great coaches. I don't know how the coaches have been in the recent seasons if they've been as great, but. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'll say I don't watch The Voice regularly ever. Yeah. Um, I love Kelly Clarkson, so oh. I, um, I I hope that she'll come back to the show. I don't know if she will now that she's moving to uh, New York. So I don't know if she'll be able to really be a regular coach on The Voice anymore after that. She's doing her talk show, so she's super busy with that, coming out with her new album. She might be touring. I don't know. Who knows? But... <laughs> Um. Uh. Yeah. I, I. I. don't watch regularly, but I will be interested to see how that duo coach twist works with <laughs> with uh, Dan and Shay. Yeah. So we'll see, and hopefully the new season goes well. I feel like I'm surprised it's gone on for this long. Honestly. Well, it's one of those shows that comes on twice a year that I think should only come on once a year. <laughs> Like American yeah. Idol, I've always thought, and we might have talked about this in a previous episode, but I think the secret to why American Idol's lasted so long and is still now doing better than The Voice and the ratings when they were competing up against each other this past uh, season, because it's so special when it's on, when it's only on once a year. It's an event that people get excited for. You have time to miss it. Whereas The Voice, it's on so much that it's like, none of them are going to become actual stars the winners now american idol in a while hasn't produced many bigger stars but they have still more than the voice i think because i can't name more than maybe two people from the voice ever in 24 seasons (laughs) and american idol i mean sure back in the day that's a little bit of a different situation but even more recently gabby barrett was on not too long ago and she's become a pretty big country star and you know there have been a couple of others I feel like that are at least are doing relatively well but I I think if the voice for like a year they did once a year and then they just went right back to two (laughs) when the replacement show didn't work out but yeah it's it's still going on 25 seasons (laughs) now they're uh they're already planning for so yeah, well, good for them as yeah. long as they still have the budget so they can still do it, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever watches it, they still have the audience, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, and then the next piece of news is about the live TV or live cable ratings and how that's affecting. So what's, is that yeah. a news article? I'll, yeah, I, I can kind of take over this one. I, <laughs> so this is a site, Showbuzz Daily is shutting down, which has released um, cable ratings for, for TV for, gosh, the last over 10 years for sure, probably longer than that. But this is interesting because... I think that a lot of newer shows, especially when they come on, and I think a lot of people kind of wait a little bit to see if a show is going to be successful before they decide if they want to delve into it and really start watching. And now that Showbuzz Daily is shutting down, it's really now the only source of being able to see cable new cable ratings the day after the show airs. And... I don't know if now there will be some other way of knowing ratings, but this has been for a long time the only public way that people know how shows are doing, really, that are at least on cable. And 
now without having that, it makes me wonder if the way that people watch these shows is going to change because you won't have that piece of knowledge to know if a show is likely going to come back for another season or whether people are actually watching it, you know, whether this is something that, oh, you know what, this show's doing really well, I should get into it, or eh, it's probably not going to come back for a second season, so, you know, I'm not going to bother watching, so I don't know, I don't, maybe that's just kind of a more personal way of that how I watch TV. <laughs> But I don't know if that's ever affected whether you've watched a show, whether you've seen that, it, you know, a show's done really well or um, whether that would affect anything for you. But it, but I think it could be interesting to see how that um, that impacts things. Yeah. So is that the only way? Like, because I know Nielsen reports out on ratings. So is, it, is that like related to the? Yeah. So there is. So this is all Neil, from Nielsen. Yes. Oh, it is. But okay. um so broadcast shows, so shows that air on like CBS, ABC, NBC, um, those ratings will still be coming out publicly. But like cable shows, like shows on Bravo, like Vanderpump Rules or, you know, that we were talking about or, um, you know, any other cable network like that, there isn't another site that um, that releases those publicly, to the best of my knowledge, at least, you know, the day after they air. Um, so I don't know if that will remain public knowledge unless another site starts doing it, um, or, you know, I, I don't know, but I, I think it could, you know, cause Vanderpump Rules, for instance, th after Scandal, the ratings skyrocketed and that became, those became news stories of, you know, how incredibly well it was doing. And that I think really affected how much the show picked up. And so it makes me wonder, you know, if that, uh, that knowledge is taken away, whether, it will affect you know how how people watch it i don't know yeah that's interesting i mean there's always like you can search like like social listening tools of like how many people are talking about the shows and, like maybe they'll take in other metrics into like seeing performance of how well those shows are doing but yeah, that's interesting that they're taking that away. Cause... And the networks will still have that information. You know, they yeah. still have access to it. It just won't be public anymore. Yeah. So they will still have that knowledge to determine whether a show, can, you know, should be renewed or not. But um, to not have that information, you know, available to us, um, I, I, I think it could affect uh, if certain shows, you know, blow up or... Uh, or not I don't know yeah no I I have never looked into that in like terms of wanting to watch a certain show or not I just know about it from others or like what looks interesting to me um so I didn't know about this yeah. Yeah. source to be I honest so, answered, so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is really just a personal thing but that's interesting though it is like we'll see we'll see what happens if it changes anything yeah but. And yeah, and then our last thing, piece. Right? Yep. Yeah, so now this is a Bachelor related news story. Um, for Bachelor Half Hour podcast, they just got new hosts. So now it's going to be Joe and Serena over replacing Becca and Michelle. And I know there's like, I don't know if you're in the loop of like knowing about all the, not drama, but like there's some stuff that seemed like Becca was like, not wanting to be part of Bachelor Nation really that much anymore. It seemed like like her and Thomas didn't really care um about it as much now that they've like they're kind of a baby and like move on from that. 
but I know that there wasn't an actual like goodbye episode. Oh. So I'm wondering like what happened on that other end. And I also know like I, I haven't heard anything about like from Michelle's side. Like she just probably was like, okay, it's been a while. Like I'm done now. Um, but it's just I don't know if there's real drama there or just people speculating. Um, but it's interesting because I mean with Joe and Serena, like I feel like the Bachelor franchise is like making them seem like this like it couple now, which like they I love them, but like I don't think they have like that much so, like they have support, but they're not like the biggest couple in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know about that drama. I I um I did not realize that Becca didn't have a goodbye episode. That's a little surprising because she's been on that podcast since the very beginning with Rachel Lindsay, right? Or no, with um Allie was her yeah original? It was Allie yeah, yeah so she's been on there forever so that is really surprising you know Michelle I guess is a little more recent on that podcast my from what I remember yeah so I, I guess I guess it's not as huge of a deal that Michelle's leaving just because it hasn't been as as long of a gig for her but for Becca yeah that's really surprising that she didn't even get to say goodbye so I don't know yeah, I haven't listened to the Bachelor Happy Hour podcast in a while, to be honest. But I know they always have good guests. I mean, because they have like that access, like they have right. the contestants going onto their show, like while it's still airing. Which I feel like for a lot of other, like I don't know if any other reality TV besides like I, I don't think by all like gets them when they get eliminated. But I don't feel like he gets them when they're still on the show. Um. So with The Bachelor, no. I mean, I know they have a couple yeah. of other official like clickbait, but that's not going to be happening anymore either, right? They canceled that one. Yeah. That was what Joe was on prior. Right. But were they getting contestants while they were still, yeah. the still airing? So yeah, I guess all the official podcasts did. Yeah. Um, that's kind of similar. Like I know The Challenge does kind of a similar podcast if, after every episode where sometimes they'll get people on there from the season that's still airing. Or a lot of times it'll be, you know, the eliminated contestant right at the day after. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, for The Bachelor, I don't know that any other podcast gets them while they're still airing. Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, it's kind of, I guess it's good that they're kind of condensing it, though. Now it's just being in the one podcast and of have multiple because there's a lot, little limit to like listening to so much Bachelor stuff for me. I'm like, I don't need all that content. Um, right. and, and I feel like when there's because there used to be a third official one um, that was uh, two guys hosting that I can't remember yeah um, but what, what's the name of it I, I saw this with my tongue but they um, they canceled that one a little while ago but you know I feel like with so many podcasts too the co-hosts are constantly changing and it feels a little chaotic and so I think it's good to just kind of condense it down to just the one that hopefully will be steady hosts for a while and they'll get all the biggest guests on you know on there on that one podcast and so I think that's probably a good thing to to just have it be Joe and Serena yeah for sure I'm excited to see maybe I'll listen to some episodes coming up but we'll see they had the most recent episode they had uh, Brayden from this season um okay. so I don't know if he shared any information more than just like 
talking about the first night because it just came out after the first night. So it's not that much. Okay, so there's probably another one today, actually. That uh, yeah. So we'll we'll see how that goes, but that's just an update in the the hosting of that podcast. So we'll see how long that that even lasts. Of like Joe and Serena, because I feel like they kind of switched them up a while, but I know like not infrequently. Like you know, sometimes podcasts I feel like keep the same host for a really long time, but for that podcast, I feel like they were always shifting them. Right. Because like the challenge one, for example, they've added on a couple of hosts that um, over the years that they've been doing it, which I think maybe three or four years now, but they really haven't totally ever changed the hosts. Um, You know, the two that that were doing it in the beginning are are still there now. So I I do think there was more consistency there than on the Bachelor podcast see so far. But, um, you know, it's good to change it up too. You have different perspectives. I think it's always good to, it's interesting to keep it more current contestants too that maybe have a little bit more insight into what it's like to be on the show today. And they might have no more of the, current group especially you know when they're talking about paradise they might know them more personally than you know some older contestants would so i think it's a good idea to keep it fresh yeah definitely well we'll see how that goes and that's all for our news stories from today now should we talk about claim to fame Let's and all of that entails so michael do you want to share just a little bit of the background of the show and just the premise of it Yeah, so Claim to Fame is about a group of 12 people who are living in a house together, much like Big Brother or a show like that. But the big twist is that all 12 of them are related to someone, an A-list celebrity. And when they say A-list, like that, I know on a lot of shows, celebrity versions of different shows, that can be a bit of a stretch. But I would say they do a pretty good job on this show of actually getting relatives of a-list celebrities who 99% of the viewing audience would know. Um, and the point of the show is that nobody knows who their each other's famous relative is. So they're trying to figure that out. They have a wall of a bunch of clues throughout the house that can help them uh, to hopefully, you know, point them in the right direction. Um, they have challenges throughout where they, uh, if they don't win the challenge, they might have a clue about their celebrity relative revealed and they, um, will, the losers of the ch- each challenge are the bottom two. So the bottom two, then the rest of the house vote on who they want, which of those two they want to be the guesser. So the guesser gets to pick anyone else in the house, except I think the winner of the challenge. Or, um, yeah. And they guess who their celebrity relative is. If they're correct, that person who they picked goes home with their celebrity uh, relative identity revealed. If they're incorrect, they go home instead. And the uh, relative is kept a secret. So they do that for however many weeks. And then at the end, the last person to have their celebrity relative revealed wins the $100,000, I think, or something like that. <laughs> so yeah. it's it's a really interesting show. I love it. I know. It's an interesting concept because I feel like when the first season came out, not a lot of people knew about it. Um, and 
we were talking about this just the other week about like in terms of the ratings about the show with and now is airing before bachelorette comes out versus the last time it came out it was coming on after bachelor season or whatever season it was behind was it a bachelorette season yeah so it it came on right after the bachelor bachelorette aired from well central time seven to nine and then claim to fame was nine to ten now it's switched so claim to fame is seven to eight and then bachelorette is eight to ten so it's prone to get a much larger audience which it has and it's now actually beating bachelorette yeah which is crazy but i also really like the concept of the show just because there's as you're saying like actually like a list celebrity relatives on the show which is kind of cool because you can then be like oh like didn't know like who those people were or you just like, kind of can forget about them or like you know like they have families too and like they want to they want to go on a show like they can go on a show now which is kind of fun um and the concept of like the challenges and all that stuff like the clues like it's like a big mystery basically and just like figuring out that stuff is just like interesting to watch how the people on the show are able to like piece together clues into finding out whose celebrity relative they are it's interesting because i feel like these type of guessing games are really really popular right now and that kind of started i feel like with the masked singer which came out i believe in 2019 and then since then you know the mole's been uh revived they have uh the traders on peacock there's you know bunch of spinoffs of the masked singer i feel like these type of games where that lets the audience guess along with you along with the show it's really fun and it's a huge trend right now i feel like but i think of all of them to me this one feels the most fresh like the the most interesting um because it's not just about finding out the celebrity because if we knew all of these celebrities there would still be a show to watch because we would watch them figuring it out too you know we know on the traders for example who the traders are and it's still fun to watch the rest of the group try to figure that out and see how wrong they are so i feel like you know in season one and and we can kind of get into this a little bit but yeah. in season one they told us a few of them and to me, I, I was a little bit disappointed that they did that, although the ones that they told us were kind of obvious, too. <laughs> like, um, the uh, Simone Biles' sister. That yeah. was pretty obvious. She looked just like her. I don't think there's anyone that obvious on this season. <laughs> but it was still fun to watch everyone else, even though everyone pretty much knew who <laughs> she was. But it was still uh, interesting because there's an element of strategy there to, you know, keeping the ones who they know for sure as layups that they can have later later on. And so there's still a game to be had, even if you know some of them. Yeah. So then going into from season one, um, what are your thoughts on that? I know because for that, anyone who didn't watch it, LC who is Kiki Palmer's sister won the show and she was like I feel like dominating throughout the season of like challenges and all that stuff so she had that strategy down she also is really smart so overall like, I'm really happy that she won the season um and she had like her um ally 
Logan with her at the end too. So that was cool to see like how like in those shows still like with that kind of format, like you have to build those allies and like people you trust and getting far in the game. And so I feel like we're already starting to see that like kind of groups forming in season two, but in season one, like, are you happy with that outcome as well? Or what were your thoughts? I need to see Elsie and Logan on every competition show. They were great. They were great strategists, really entertaining TV. And to me, season one of these shows is so important because it really sets the groundwork for how the show is played for seasons to come. And I mean, if you think about Survivor, the way Richard Hatch played the game and he started the concept of the alliance and from every season on that's been the way that the game is played big brother season two really because season one was so different but dr will you know played such a such a strategic game and that's how you know largely the game was played for many many years after that and i'm so glad that we had people like elsie and logan on claim to fame season one because we can see in just this past episode of season two that this, that type of strategy and everyone, you know, trying to think layers and layers of strategy is really, I think, in large part because they watched Elsie and Logan on season one do it. And, and that's how they know now to play the game. And yeah, they were great. And I, I, I know Claim to Fame is the type of show that you can't ever do an all-star season with, of course. But I would really love to see them on Big Brother or something like that because they were they were fantastic. Yeah, no, that would be really cool to see. And I feel like this season's already getting some great people as well, or like people who are on this show. Like for season two, I feel like I like I feel like and the cast was good for season one, but I feel like I'm already liking the cast better for season two of all the people who are on the show also in the first season I was like oh like not entirely sure what to expect throughout the season but now that I have that understanding of like what's actually happening I'm like okay wait this is actually really good yeah um, I agree I think that overall this cast is um, a larger percentage of them I feel like are playing interesting games whereas yeah. I think season one was very much dominated by Elsie and Logan this mm -hmm. season there's more of them i would say that are are playing um really strategic interesting games and there's still a couple that are kind of you know very much under the radar that we don't know much about yet but that's not to say that later on in the season they won't start to to really pick up steam too and and we'll see more of them we see that on survivor all the time where halfway through you're like wait who is that and then all of a sudden they're in the final three and <laughs> we're hoping they win <laughs> so, that's literally what happened with Cassidy for me when before merge uh, I had yeah. no idea who Cassidy was and I was like wait like what yeah or like Heidi this past season you yeah. know I didn't see very much of her and then all of a sudden she's in the final three and she actually so, has a chance you know to win so <laughs> I, yeah. I think that could very much be a similar thing here we're only two episodes in but I would say yeah it's a really good cast yeah, because I mean, it's just a factor of the editing as well. Like, we don't right. know everything that's happening all the time because they only have a short amount of time to be on air. So they have to take what they can. Um, but I hope we get to see more of everyone else too because they all seem really cool. But yeah, so overall, what do you think about the challenges and strategy over like from this season so far in general? Your thoughts? I think the one weak point of the show to me is the challenges so far. Okay. I, I think that 
it's an opposite problem to the traders if we're going to compare it to that because the yeah. traders to me the challenges themselves were really cool but they didn't have a purpose whereas yeah. here the challenges do have a huge purpose but they feel very low budget to me. <laughs> it feels like that you know the house is beautiful. I'm sure you know they they spent a lot of money on on a bunch of different aspects of this show. But I think they needed to spend a little bit more, maybe, on getting some challenges that. <laughs> but maybe later on in the season we'll get better ones. But. You know, the talent show obviously seems to be a, a, a staple for the show that they also did in the first challenge of season one. I don't mm. love when challenges like this are very subjective to like a winner is because they got the most applause because, you know, it, it's kind of hard to tell that a lot of times, yeah. I feel like. And, you know, who knows if the applause was, you know, made louder in post-production or it's a little sketchy with with that that we'll never know. But then the second one, I guess, was fun to watch. But <laughs> and I like the idea of the fact that, you know, if you lost each round, then your uh, clue was revealed. I like the, the format of it that way. But I guess just when you compare it to challenges in like Survivor or the challenge, of course, it's hard to compare to something like that. And I don't expect that level of it. But I, I, I do hope that in the future they, um, they get them to be a little bit more elaborate. Yeah, I agree. I was kind of bored watching the challenge this week. I was like, okay, I just want this to be over. Um, no. But it was fine. It was more just like the aspect of it that really mattered was the, like, if you lost and then your play was revealed, or then if you win, then like, you don't have to go home. But I don't know, like, how they even chose her, like, when they chose, um, what's her name again? I'm already, I'm already her name. Jeanette, or Monet one, right? Did Monet win this week's challenge? Um, yeah. Yeah. So when she won, I was like, how did they choose that? Because, like, I didn't see her, like, I fully... was a little confused about that, too, I guess, yeah. just based on average score throughout the yeah, round. Were, were they timing people? Like, I don't well, really know. What, yeah, that's where, like, these challenges both so far have been a little sketchy in terms of there not being like a clear defined winner that we could see this person obviously you know objectively win and lose yeah <laughs> so that was interesting but overall like I'm like this season has been going well so far for me like at least I've yeah. been enjoying it and we can go into now the first elimination which was when Carly got eliminated, who's the niece of Tom Hanks, which is a big deal. <laughs> that is a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> as uh, as she said multiple times, that yeah. she's a very big actor. <laughs> she made yeah. that very clear. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, that was really crazy. I mean that exit it's interesting because both seasons have had an uh unusual first exit with if you remember last season don't remember his name offhand but he was using a phone and yeah. got caught and was disqualified for that and that was the first episode yeah. and now in the first episode we have this where it was a normal exit in the sense that she was you know eliminated fair and square but then she was not very happy about that <laughs> yeah no I think that 
I wish, I honestly kind of wish she was on the show longer because she was really fun to watch. Me too. Um, and so that was kind of sad. And I felt bad. She was like having, a, having like just like it all come out, which like is fair. Like it's just like she just needed to get out her emotions. Like that's how she was doing it. But it was just funny that like everyone could hear her be like that. Like, you know, like she was screaming in the house of like, this isn't fair, like all this stuff. Just having that meltdown, but I think it added to the show aspect. Like, I was like, wow, like, and also to see how much she cared. Yeah. On the show, like, I was like, damn, like, okay, she really cares about this. Like, obviously, it's a reality TV show. Like, yeah, you want to go far, but like, it seemed like she like took it to an extra level of being like, I need to be on this show. I need more um, camera time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I deserve more camera time, I think is what she said. Um, exactly. Do you think, because I've seen some speculation online that this meltdown was not real or that she was not a plant for the show, but that she did this purposely because she knew that it would be a huge moment and go viral. Do you think that there was any aspect of that or that this was just her being totally authentic and upset in that moment. I want to believe that she was authentic and upset in that moment, but like, I guess you just never can fully know unless we could talk to her about it. Um, but even then, is she going to tell us? I don't know. Um, but <laughs> well, she has think... in interviews she's done. She has said it as if it was totally real. And Yeah. And I think that's probably true. I don't know. Like, Obviously, people who go on to reality TV, like, what are your intentions always? Like, you usually want to get famous, you know? Like, it's not, like, that uncalled for for someone to go on to reality TV that wants to have some fame. And they're also, especially with these people, like, their relatives are so famous, but then they're not. Like, it's like, okay, well, now I can get my name out there, too. And they want that. So I think there's that layer of it, obviously. But I don't think, like, that meltdown was, like planned in that way like I think that was actually how she was feeling especially because she felt betrayed and she had just helped out Hugo and like getting some clues and so I would have been upset too if I was like thought my friend just like then decided to get me out so I don't know I think it was real what are your I thoughts? I agree no I agree I do think it was real I think the one part that some people have thought was a little fishy was the fact that she kept saying freaking rather than the actual F word, which I think when you're that upset, a lot of people would say, oh, I wouldn't say freaking. <laughs> That's such a specific thing, though. Like, maybe she I just realized she's I on think TV. people are different with that, too, yeah. you know? So I don't I don't necessarily think that that is indicative of it not being a real meltdown. I, I think it was... People like to choose, like, the little things. So like, what I can you pick too. up? I don't think she would have said the part that I deserve more camera time if she was, yeah. if this was fake. Cause I just think that that makes her look so bad in a great way for entertainment. But I, I just don't think that she would have voluntarily said that if she was really thinking about it. And, and this was something that she was, you know, pre-planning. Yeah, for sure. Well, Hopefully we'll get to see Carly on our TV screens at some point another put time. Put her on everything. Put her on The Traders. Put her on Survivor. Put her on. Imagine putting on the Big Brother live feeds after she's been 
backdoored after a veto ceremony and blindsided just imagine (laughs) being able to watch a meltdown like this live and uncensored uncut (laughs) that would be quality quality tv (laughs) i would put that on i don't care where i am at that moment and i would put that on (laughs) and watch it live it would be gold yeah well, sad to see Carly go. And then in the second episode, sorry, if you don't want spoilers, then you probably should not have been listening to this. But for the second episode, um, then Travis was sent home. So I was also sad to see Travis go because I really like Travis. And I thought he was playing the game really well, um, even though he wasn't totally because he wasn't hidden. Like the, the way you have to play this game really well is like you have to really hide your celebrity otherwise you're gonna be a target or like want well, people to go home if that's something that you can't help like let's say carly wasn't eliminated but everyone knew that tom hanks was a relative just because of the foreign the bench and all the other forest gump clues i think what you have to do is make yourself an asset so you have yeah. to really and she did kind of try to do this to her credit i think she had didn't have a bad strategy in terms of really trying to help people with figuring out other people's celebrities because I think that's kind of what you have to do is get people on your side so that if they're the guesser then you have them as an ally hopefully and they'll keep you around just because you're kind of a layup that you know why waste a vote now on someone that you're you could get out later who's actually still helping you out. So I think yeah. that's kind of the way to go, which she kind of did, but it was just too late. Yeah, and that's how, like, kind of what happened, too, with Travis. I was kind of ex- not expecting them to get him out that early because everyone knew him. Yeah. I was like, oh, they could just use him to have, like, in the future, if they needed someone to guess, like, they could know who that is. Because, like, they don't really know a ton about other people. Like, they only have, like, two other people kind of figured out at this point, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So if they had kept Travis and like and not gotten rid of him but then instead if Gabriel had gotten rid of Shane because like not not a lot of people knew Shane's clues or like who she's related to then they could have saved Travis for another date but I think it's like however works like that's how the season's going so far is like they just chose to get Travis out this time but I like I don't know I kind of wanted to on the show longer too yeah it seemed like travis for whatever reason wasn't that well liked in the house yeah and i think that probably was a part of it too that i i don't know why it didn't seem like we saw much of anything that would indicate why he wasn't that well liked but it just seemed like that people i don't know with jane coming in and you know telling everybody about his uh her conversation with him and you know lying about certain parts of it but really kind of throwing him under the bus um it seemed like that was a conversation that kind of everyone had already had where it was like yeah we need to get him out so i don't know why but yeah it just kind of seemed like that was inevitable but yeah well we'll see what happens next week but now should we go into all of the cast members so far this season and just like they're overall what they were given us or they gave us as their two truths and a lie and then we can just go into 
our thoughts or yeah anything. let's put on our investigator glasses and <laughs> see if we can figure anything out here based on what we already know about them which for some isn't a lot to be fair no. to us <laughs> so let's start with monet um so her two truths and a lie is that her celebrity relative is her father is an athlete and has won an emmy yes so we don't know which of those is the lie or which is are, are the truths, but I honestly have no idea. <laughs> I, I don't either. Think. The only thing that I mean, they mentioned on the show, I think it was Carly who's potentially mentioned Steve Harvey, but I think we would know if Lori Harvey had a a sister, Monet. I just think that that's something that, unless it's not his daughter, I mean, it could be like an uncle or i don't know um but i i don't think it's steve harvey and i don't think they would have showed her saying that if it was i just think it's too early on to kind of put that out there if it's true yeah so i don't know we'll have to see at this point i don't have any other guesses (laughs) i really don't either um i guess well either father or athlete I don't know, because it's hard because one of them's a lie, and so yeah. you can't even go based on the three that we have because we don't know which one's not true. <laughs> we know one of them's not true, but we don't know which one that is. So yeah, I really don't have any other guesses for Monet. I think we're gonna need another couple episodes with her. We need we need more time for her clothes to come out. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I don't really have much else for her. Yeah. Okay. So then Jane is says it's her father he's a musician musician and that he's won a grammy but now we have so born in 1946 so father does feel like that's true that that i think is true my guess if i had to guess i think that the grammy is a lie because that feels like the obvious one for a musician of course so Mm. i think that that feels like an easy lie that people will think the father part is a lie because they'll think, oh, musician and Grammy go together. So those two are probably true. But now that we have 1946, that makes me feel like the father is correct in that either one of the musician or Grammy's a lie, but I I feel like it's less likely that he won a Grammy without being a musician than... Which I guess can happen, you know, you yeah. do the score for a movie or a, I don't know. I feel like there's other ways to win Grammys, but it's more unlikely. So I, I, I think that probably the Grammys a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. And I honestly don't know who her relative is either. I haven't figured, no one has figured it out either, but like I haven't thought about who it could be. Yeah, I... I don't know. I I hmm. I feel like once is Jane's one that once we know, it's gonna be like, oh, that's so obvious. Like, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know, and I feel like that's. I mean, I hate to say it, but that's probably what we're gonna be like for a lot of these. It's pretty early <laughs> on that. Um, I don't know that we're gonna guess a whole lot of these that, unless we have a clue for them that's been picked by the winner of yeah. the challenge. So, yeah. Well, Jane, I, I, I don't know yet. 
Yep. Well, so now Hugo okay. is... Now, we I do know. We do know. Yeah. yeah. Hugo's one of the people that we do have a very strong inkling on who they have as a relative. But it's his grandfather, which is true, as according to like who we believe it is. And then the athlete part is a lie. He says it's an athlete um, and also has won a Nobel Peace Prize. So he confirmed uh, that the athlete is a lie. That is confirmed. That's not oh, just speculation data. He confirmed oh. that on the show. Yes. Oh, I forgot that he's confirmed that. Okay. So yeah. So confirm it's a lie. So he did say that. I remember. And it's talking now. I feel like there, there's so much that happens in the first couple of episodes. Right. 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 Um. But so yeah. So we knew that the athlete was already going to be a lie. So, and then we had on their clue board that there's an astronaut and a Buzz. So it's speculated. Oh, so you think it's Buzz Aldrin? Yeah. Oh, you don't think it's Buzz Aldrin? No. Who is so, it? He said that his grandfather was once the most powerful man in the world. So most powerful man in the world indicates a world leader. And the fact that Hugo is American <laughs> to me indicates that it's probably a former president of the United States. Oh. Now, based on that and age, you know, that still living presumably i think it's jimmy carter oh okay that because then wasn't was that this when was he okay grandfather yeah okay i could see that because it's clearly not the 45th president that (laughs) we know all of his relatives it's clearly not obama like we know all of obama's kids they were not old enough to have kids yet <laughs> um it's not biden we know his family yeah um we know the bushes yeah okay that so makes I, sense i think that's kind of our only option yeah Carter. so that's my i opinion. forgot about the most powerful person in the world or man in the world but that would make sense if he was the president that's a big deal they have him i know that's what i'm saying these are true a-list celebrity relatives (laughs) well that's interesting i didn't even thought about that i don't know i i have not confirmed that well i I know it's interesting (laughs) speculation that's what i'm saying i'm not saying it's true or false but we'll see yeah let us know what you think if it's either Buzz Aldrin or Jimmy Carter or someone else. <laughs> yeah, you could be right. Hey, I think the Buzz and the astronaut certainly are good clues that that it could be him. Um, mm. I just kind of base that off of the most powerful man in the world that I don't know how if Buzz Aldrin would, would fit that. Yeah, that's fair. But it's certainly those are those are good clues that it you know that would lead to buzz aldrin as well we have we have some more speculations there compared to other people we don't know anything so right we can (laughs) we'll just we'll go on what we can right now yeah (laughs) um okay so then for shane we actually do know her her relative now but what she gave as her clues was this her father a musician and he's won a grammy and we got a clue from travis that showed i don't even know the exact thing like king something um i have it right here oh you have okay yes. oh i hope so you have a crown and then a face with a question mark and then a like a plane a google maps type thing um traveling 
map of the US, ampersand sign, play button, a deer, I guess. Yeah. And then a buckwheat. Now, what they have said is that, and I didn't even have my own, <laughs> but <laughs> buckwheat is the name of a character of Eddie Murphy's from Saturday Night Live. So, and then he was also in Coming to America, which would be the the first part of that clue. So, yeah. to me, that makes all the sense in the world. If it's every other element of what we know uh, for, you know, born in 1961, the fact that um, it's her father makes sense, and um, and he's won a Grammy for, I believe, his comedy CDs. So that uh, that all fits everything other than musician, which would be the lie from the, yeah. the lie. So yeah, I think that's pretty well known amongst the house at this point. Yes. Well, that was actually smart of them to get that out of Travis, though, before he got eliminated, because if he hadn't shared that information, then they still wouldn't know who Shane was, pretty right. much. Well, only Jane, Jane was lying. Which yeah, Jane know, was lying to everyone. Lying but so only she knew who it was mm-hmm. at that point, besides Travis. But then they, it was Chris, his name? Cole. No, is it? Let me see. It's over the C. Wait, there's there is a Chris. Oh, it is a Chris. It is Chris. Yeah, <laughs> it was Chris who had asked, um, had asked Travis basically to be like telling him he was on there. Oh, yes, that was Chris. Yeah. Yeah, that was Chris saying like, well, like you're, you're on the topic block this you know week. Know why like, you think it's Cole? Because he looks like Cole from Love Is Blind. Wait, who? <laughs> oh. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just There's put that together. That he yeah. does kind of look like Cole from uh, season three of Love is Blind. Yeah. I just like, I knew there was a Chris and a Cole and I was like, what's his name? But <laughs> that's funny. He does. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so overall, like, Chris's gameplay was like getting this clue out of Travis so that they could know who Shane was and they got it. So yeah, no, that was very smart. I, I That's yeah. what I love about this show is the strategy, the layers of strategy that I feel mm-hmm. like I, I enjoy these new, because these are different strategy than you get on, you know, Big Brother Survivor. And we see a lot of the same strategy on those shows. And so I love a different format that allows us to get different types of strategy like this, that people are still figuring out how to strategize in a game like this. And I think that's so interesting. Yeah, for sure. Um, so then next up, we have Gabriel. I love Gabriel. And He's so entertaining. <laughs> I love Gabriel so much. Um, and so he has his lies, or truth, truth, truth and lie as his brother. He won a double NCAA CP award. And no, I took out the lie. So those are, yeah. Oh, that's those I, are true. He's those not are both true. Yes. He yeah, revealed he's not which one was the lie. So I, I took it out. We didn't that. I was like, I'm missing the one other. Yeah. The lie was that he's not his brother, or yeah, so it's his brother. Lie is his brother's an athlete. Um, because he said that he looks nothing like him and born in San Diego, California. Which so I think that this is really a strong advantage for Gabriel. Everyone thinks he's like some NFL player. Right. That his brother is. So like they're gonna be thrown off for like unless they get like some like really specific clues that like 
make it clear that he's not an athlete Mm -hmm. like he's gonna go far in my opinion because I don't think anyone's gonna know who it is because he doesn't what he said it doesn't look anything like him so that's a good thing right on his part because then a lot of times you can base off of like who does this person look like if they're a relative but if he doesn't look anything like him then no that's a huge advantage that I I would say that it's an almost an unfair advantage, but I don't think anyone this season looks so much like anyone in particular that it's like really, really obvious. The only ones that are were obvious are just because of, I guess, you know, other clues that have come out. But I don't think that there's that huge level of discrepancy that like last season there was between certain people like Luke. Yeah just like Simone Biles <laughs> so I I but I think yeah you're right that that is a huge advantage that um that he looks nothing like him and that everyone will think he's an athlete yeah and I have no idea who it is but I'm excited to see whoever it ends up being <laughs> yeah I I agree I really I think we need to know a little bit more because born in San Diego doesn't exactly narrow it down quite enough. <laughs> um, like our next one that is born in a very specific city that I still don't know, but I feel like it could be very easy to look up and I just don't want to get spoiled. Same. I don't want to spoil it for myself right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then going into JR is that it's his brother and that um, he said he's an athlete. What was the lie that he gave or the other one? So, so this was one that we only saw one. There were a few that we only saw one of their July. And I don't know if they're only showing us one. Is that implying that it's a true one? I I don't know. So Yeah, I forgot they like kind of cut off for some of those people. Um, Yeah, so I think we got a little bit more because in the talent show, they played basketball, which I guess indicates that it's an athlete does it indicate it's a basketball player I, I don't know is that just to throw us off it's hard yeah. to know um but other than I that don't know. we don't know a whole lot yeah we don't know that much about jr in lithia springs georgia very specific city i'm sure many people have looked it up already and know who it is most likely but i i have not looked it up in i have not either yeah so we'll see who he's related to but I think it would make sense if his relative is a brother or a brother and an athlete I think that like that tracks in my opinion but we'll see I don't know yeah okay and then we have our next one either <laughs> yeah I have no idea Carson I forgot even who that is I, to I, be honest. I have not seen much of her at all so. oh she's the one who like in the competition she like said something that's the only time I saw her yeah um (laughs) but so her family relative is a musician supposedly um I don't know we need more episodes with her I think yeah really make any sort of guesses because no no clue there yep okay so now we can go into Chris which we have some more information on so for Chris um it's a star on um, what was it's our Hollywood Walk of Fame. He's a singer, and they have a clue that's picked from the wine cellar about. Was this about? Oh yeah, it was about it Chris. Was about so Chris. This, yeah, so, this clue I have no idea what it means. Now, 
I think I know who Chris is. Oh, you do? Okay. I think that he is Donny Osmond's son. Okay. He looks just like him, first of all. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think it fits, you know, Donny Osmond's a singer. He sang during the talent show. We, I think he's indicated that he his relative is also a singer you know in his interview before um before the talent show so that's my guess is donny osmond i think there's also been some john mayer speculation that he also looked like john mayer so that could yeah, be it as well that's um, what i heard but now i feel like johnny osmond makes more sense because i don't think it was i didn't think it was john mayer I, just, um, I can't figure out the clue quite yet. So there's a dog, a heart, a shirt, the letter N, an I. Is that an... What is that next to the I? I don't know. <laughs> a sweater or an astronaut? And then there's a right arrow. And then sure. seven shirts. I have no idea. I don't know what that is. I also don't really know Johnny Osmond. What is Johnny Osmond like known, like songs he's known for? I don't know. He's in, like, you know, a band with his sister, Marie Osmond. Um, The Osmonds all, you know, tour together. I don't know any specific songs um, off the top of my head. But that is my guess for his relative okay well we'll sh- we shall see we'll see yeah who- once we figure out this clue i bet in the next yeah. episode they'll they'll talk more about this clue and maybe we'll get some insight into that and maybe that will help us determine um there's a lot of shirts like what is the shirt supposed to mean seven shirts yeah there's so there's a shirt in well, the beginning of it yeah. and there's seven shirts at the end Uh, How many Osmonds are there? Oh, I don't really want to look this up. I'm not going to look it up. Like children? <laughs> yeah, because they have a lot of siblings. And I wonder. I just wondered if there are seven of them. Oh, okay. Well, now I'm looking it up. Do you want me to tell you? Sure. Look, tell me. Well. Like how many? It, I, it how many? Six. Yeah. Six? Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's confusing. Or five. <laughs> Wait, is there five? I think it's five. I only know Donnie and Maria. <laughs> but I think there were more. Maybe there's seven. Maybe this Google is not giving me the right answer. But we'll see. It's probably Donnie. That's chat GPT. They're more accurate. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well... We'll see who can get this clue, but yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, we'll we'll circle. I'm sure um, in yeah. a couple weeks as we get more clues, we'll yeah. we'll figure that out more. Um, so that's an interesting one, but I like Chris. I think he's smart. He's, um, I think a good. I can see him lasting a long time on this show because I think they're yeah. giving him a, a, an edit that to me indicates that he's going to be like a main character on the show for a while. Yeah, they're showing him do a lot of strategy yeah. and like all that stuff. So like that's definitely an indicator for that, I'd say. Mm-hmm. I agree. Cool. Well then now we have Cole. 
which we know like nothing about Cole. Nothing. Also, Another uh, one that I forget is there. Yeah. Only time I see him is like when he's just like sitting and I'm like, oh, he's pretty attractive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's all, all that I know about him. I was like, okay, he's hot. Um, but <laughs> he is apparently it's his father, potentially. Um, no, nothing else about him. So I I can't even guess. <laughs> yeah, that's all we have right now. We'll have to follow up and much further along the season if we get anything else. Um, and then we also have last but not least, Olivia. Um, and her relative has run won a Razzie award. So a Razzie, they explained it on the show, but for yeah. anyone who doesn't know, a Razzie is like a worst of award. So it could be for anything though, which is really makes it vague. I think and I guess it's mostly movies. But I think it's also there's different categories um, okay. that are beyond just movies, which makes it really hard because it could be <laughs> a singer, it could be a mo- actor. I, that really makes it so broad um, that I, yeah, without any other clues, again, I, I, I really don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. And she was even saying she was like hoping that she wouldn't have to give anything to reveal herself because she's been flying under the radar so far so i don't know if that was like a foreshadowing moment like maybe in the future of like her giving it the clue like Mm, showing us more yeah but at this point we just like don't know yeah 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 that's overall all the cast members um of who's still on the show um we already talked about carly and travis and who they're related to but overall i'm excited for what's to come in this season and do you have any predictions or anything you want to see happen i i just hope that we continue to not have too many of them the identities given away or be too obvious i mean like i said there is still a game to be played even if we do know that can be very fun and seeing how wrong they are and whatever. But, you know, I, I like the fact that they haven't given any of them away yet confirmed. Even if it's kind of, you know, a known thing in the house, they haven't shown anyone confirming, yes, my celebrity relative is blank until they've been eliminated. So I am glad that that so far that's continued and I it'll be really fun to see what happens from here because this looks like a very strategic house and i i think there's uh, a lot more interesting gameplay to be had yes i agree i'm excited to see just overall like who's gonna keep getting the clues or like get more information out and all this stuff with related to the strategy and just overall like I do want us to like not really fully know of like who actually is in the house because that keeps it fun and on our toes as well of like knowing like we can keep guessing as well, which is fun to do. Um, so what is not to see? Yes, I agree. <laughs> well, we will keep watching and maybe at the end of the season, we'll come back and, and, uh, and talk about it again once we know everybody's identity and, and have seen the rest of the episodes yeah so i think that's all for today thanks for listening and don't forget to follow us on our instagram let's chat reality and we'll chat with y'all next week Bye, everyone.